Uh, too darn hot is really hot at the moment, and he was very hot for uh, Cameron Cook at the Caracas sale yesterday on day two of three to the point where Cameron Cook paid 750000 for a uh, too darn hot colt, and Cookie joins me, I think. How are you, Cameron? No, no, he's not there. 750000 for lot 294 was a colt by Too Darn Hot out of an Ifraj mare called Lady Saida. Uh, five hundred grand. Uh, Annabelle Nishan paid for a uh, very well related uh, half to the former champion mayor Melody Bell, uh, and they were some of the top lots yesterday. So there's a lot more as well. Cameron Cook does join me. How are you, Cookie? Maddie, how are you, mate? Well, you're now seven hundred fifty thousand light. <laughs> yes, uh, so it was a uh, it was a big day, Maddie. It was uh, there was plenty of competition on that particular colt. He was a standout and. Uh, I was lucky enough to get him at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, which was great. Yeah, how tough has the competition been? I mean, this is the from I think the top lot so far, so there would have been a, a spirited amount of interest in the uh, in the uh, this particular cult uh, by Too Darn Hot. What? How hard was it to, to be the final bidder? Oh, look, I was certainly stretched, Matty. Um, the competition was all over the ring, uh, and I had like a couple of clients on the phone. Uh, so that was that was nice to have because uh, they asked me to keep putting my hand up, which I did, and uh, didn't know how long it was going to, going to go on for, but we're certainly happy to take him home. Nice to keep getting the green light on the phone to keep going, mate. Keep going. Nice, nice encouragement I just, there. <laughs> I was hoping it didn't cut out. <laughs> exactly right. So what did you and your clients like so much about this too darn hot cult? Uh, Matty, I came over to buy uh, the best cult I could possibly find, uh, and I... Amongst others, thought he was the absolute standout of the sale. Comes off a very, very good farm in Trelawney. Um, I've had success there before buying a horse called Grunt, who won a couple of Group 1s and went to stud. Uh, the farm consistently breeds Group 1 winners, and uh, as I said, the horse was an athlete. He was a, certainly a, a standout for mine and other people as well. His first season, too darn hot. Um, we've all seen the the ads on uh, on Racing dot com and elsewhere, recapping his amazing performances at two and three as the champion two and three year old of Europe in his time. So he was a very very flash racehorse, and there's a lot of expectation. Tell us about Mum, Lady uh, Sayida. What's uh, what's her story? Oh, she's produced a uh, uh, a half by Excel called Exalita, who I think is with the Hayes family. Yep, uh, and it's obviously done a good job to date. With Black Clock on, on her resume so far. Um, and as you said, too darn hot. He was a champion two and three year old in Europe in, I think it was 2018, 2019. Uh, and of the yearlings that I've seen so far, he certainly stamps. And he's, this particular colt was very much uh, the same cut as his, uh, of his father. And as you mentioned, closely related to Grant, closely related to the, the top sire Ocean Park. So it's a good pedigree. Yep. And when you're buying in New Zealand, you're, you're buying as much about the nurturing and the farm and the quality of the pasture and the rearing as much as you are the, the actual product at the sale? Is, is that one of the components at, at New Zealand too, is you're, you're paying for the backstory as, as, much as, the, as much as you are for the yearling itself? Yeah, I think so, Matty. Like I mentioned earlier, Trelawney are no, uh, no strangers to the breeding game. They consistently breed Group 1 winners over many, many years. And like I, like I said, I, I was lucky to get Grunt. And you mentioned that Ocean Park's also in that second dam. He's, uh, he's obviously gone on to start to do good, two good things, sorry, to do good things as well. Um, so I'm hoping this horse can do something similar. Uh, win the clients some nice group races, and he has a stud career at the end. Cause he's certainly got a pedigree. Who's going to train it? Uh, the clients have 
decided to give it to Kieran Barr and Dave Eustace. So um, going to a very uh, well-established stable, uh, they'll put it through their system and uh, hopefully they get uh, you know, get the results that uh, we, we think the horse can get to. Did you think 750 was about where you'd end up? Uh, I wasn't sure, Matty, because as soon as the horse went into the back ring, uh, all the all the judges come from everywhere to, to bid on him and look at him, and I knew there was going to be very strong competition. Um, I didn't think I'd be as strong as what I ended up paying, but uh, like I said, the client was on the phone, and uh, I kept telling him it was the best horse on the on the complex, and uh, he supported my my uh, judgment and uh, secured the horse. Bought any others? Uh, probably bought about half a dozen so far. Yep. Doing quite a bit of work for Simon Zara here, um, and he's he's quite active. Um, also, a couple of other trainers have asked me to do a list for them. So I bought you know, a couple here, a couple there. Maybe. So I've got about half a dozen at the moment. and We'll try and secure another three or four before we go home. Any, I love looking at the popularity of the first season size through the ring. Is there any, anything that's jumped out of the ground this year, size-wise? Um, oh, certainly, certainly the two, hard, two done hots that I've seen and a couple of sales have been an absolute standout. And this is obviously his first, his first project here as Ealing. So... Um, I sort of tend to come to this sale trying to buy a horse that's going to be a, a middle-distance, uh, same-type horse, Matty. So I don't really focus too much on first seasons. If I, if I like the type and it's got a page that I like, I'll, uh, I'll certainly put it on the list and try and, try and secure it. Uh, Andrew Bensley spoke to Mick Kent Jr. earlier who spent nine hours on a tarmac because everything was so flooded over there, this unbelievable weather pattern, and Annabelle Neesham and the Jollies in Adelaide and many others weren't able to make it over. What's, what's the environment like with a lot of, lot, of missing, lot of missing individuals over there, I'd imagine? Yeah, look, I was lucky enough to come over here on Tuesday, so I got a lot of my work done on Wednesday and Thursday before the rain hit because um, it's obviously quite a number of horses on the complex for book one and book two, and we look at nearly every horse. Um, so we were pretty lucky to get things out of the way. But when the rain came on Thursday, it, it was you know, coming, um, you know, I think it was something like 60-odd mils in an hour and about 170 for the day or something like that. It was ridiculous. Biblical. Yeah. Mm. But as I said, we had our work done, so we could just sort of sit back and, uh, and wait for it to easily get stuck into book two, which we're doing now. Yeah, well, and uh, it's a lot of work involved, that, so we'll let you go. Hey, thanks for your time, mate. Well done. Looks like you picked up a pretty special cult, and fingers crossed that the next uh, year or two works out really well for it. Thank you very much, Manny. Appreciate your time, mate. Cameron Cook there, who paid 750000 on behalf of clients who will send this... Uh, Two darn hot colt to Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace. So interested to see how that horse uh, progresses uh, as it gets educated and races.